Hello, it's Friday, June 17th. I'm Daniel Williams, and this is the MGMA Week in Review, where each week we bring you some of the most important, interesting, and inspiring stories happening in healthcare leadership and medical practices today. We begin with an article on remote patient monitoring. This week, the MGMA stat poll asked healthcare leaders, does your practice offer remote patient monitoring? The majority said no, 75% said no, while 25% said yes. This poll was conducted on June 14th. We had nearly 600 responses to that. Despite the broad adoption of telehealth, RPM is one component of telehealth that has lagged. We asked Katie Nunn, who's an MGMA consultant, why this is. She said that, I think RPM is becoming more popular, but I wouldn't say that it's mainstream yet. There's still lots of places not using that type of technology. While the use of telehealth and RPM don't necessarily go hand in hand, RPM can help manage chronic conditions. They can also lessen the burden on the healthcare system by keeping some chronic condition patients at home where they can be monitored and treated. This can save money and reduce their exposure to hospital-acquired infections. And this has been confirmed in recent surveys. For example, a rhythm management group report earlier this year said that nearly two-thirds of their respondents added that RPM improved patient outcomes in their practice, while 43% said it resulted in fewer emergency department visits, and 73% said it improved patient satisfaction. So it'll be interesting for our listeners out there, are you using remote patient monitoring? If so, why not? If you wanna weigh in, be part of these discussions with MGMA, sign up for MGMA stats. Make your voice heard in our weekly polls. You sign up by texting STAT to 33550, or you go to mgma.com STAT. Polls will be sent to your phone via text message. For our next article, let's stick in that tele- telehealth category. New telehealth guidance from HHS in preparation for PHE expiration. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services released new guidance this week surrounding telehealth and HIPAA compliance following the eventual conclusion of the COVID-19 public health emergency. Throughout the pandemic, the department instituted various flexibilities tied to the PHE that waived many of the generally applicable rules governing Medicare telehealth services. While largely not new information, HHS's guidance does provide helpful clarification surrounding when the Office for Civil Rights will stop utilizing enforcement discretion, as well as important clarifications on audio-only telehealth visits, which were not reimbursable under Medicare prior to the pandemic. Of note, HIPAA enforcement discretion was not one of the waivers extended by Congress for five months following the conclusion of the PHE. In an effort to ensure medical groups are aware of their obligations immediately following the expiration of the PHE, MGMA Government Affairs will soon release a member-exclusive resource 
outlining the reintroduction of HIPAA requirements for audio, visual, and audio-only telehealth services. I'll provide a couple of links in the episode show notes. Also, if you want to keep up with the latest regulatory news, go to mgma.com advocacy. I'll leave you this week with new research on nurse staffing. This article first appeared in Healthcare Dive. Nurses changed professions or left their employers more frequently from March 2021 to March 2022, according to research from Epic Analyzing Turnover. The median length of time that nurses worked for their organizations dropped across the U.S. during that period, with the biggest declines occurring in the West, the study found. Shifts covered by new nurses defined as those who started working for an organization within the last 30 days, rose in all regions, while the number of 12-hour shifts filled climbed 55.5%. Epic's study, which pulled data from more than 26 million 12-hour nursing shifts across 189 healthcare organizations, found that nurse job shuffling picked up speed just over a year ago. The findings paint a clearer picture of nurse staffing and turnover challenges that hospitals have faced over the past year. Occupational burnout exacerbated by the pandemic is a main driver of today's turnover challenges facing health systems. This is according to a May 23 warning from the U.S. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy. So what can medical practices do? Well, according to Johnston Thayer, one of the study's authors and director of clinical informatics at Epic, as more nurses start working for new employers, it's ensuring that there are robust programs for getting those nurses up to speed on all of those differences at each organization. Thayer added that there's no doubt there's going to be new nurses working at organizations, and they need those proper processes in place to help them catch up to speed and get ready for their work. You can keep up with the latest industry news by subscribing to the MGMA Insights Newsletter. Go to mgma.com slash insights newsletter to subscribe today. And if you have a healthcare story you wanna share with us, email us at podcast at mgma.com. This has been the MGMA Week in Review. I'm Daniel Williams. Thanks and have a great weekend.